listening to the coffee hour i'm andy bates i'm sarah golseth it is a, a good opportunity always to check in with our missionaries and hear how the lord is providing for our missionaries we're so grateful for that opportunity uh through the technology that we have today to do that so we're going to check in with missionaries in uh, in both segments today thanks to concordia university wisconsin for supporting the coffee hour find out more about concordia university wisconsin at cuw.edu live uncommon Joining us today is the Reverend Ted Cray. He's the Regional Director for Latin America and Caribbean, serving in the Dominican Republic. Pastor Cray, thanks so much for being our guest on the Coffee Hour. Well, it's great of the two of you to have us on. Tell us, uh, Pastor, uh, about the the Lord's work in Latin America and the Caribbean and uh, what that that work has looked like over the last few years, and then we'll, we'll work our way into what's going on with the current pandemic. Sure. So... Uh, Santiago Dominican Republic is our headquarters for uh, the work for, on part of the Lutheran Church of Missouri Synod for Latin America Caribbean. And that means some 22 countries. In nine of those countries, we have partner churches, which uh, in yesteryear were uh, churches planted by LCMS missionaries have grown up and to one extent or another are independent or perhaps better said interdependent. And then the LCMS also has, uh, through her missions, another 10 countries in which we're planting churches. Our slogan is spread the gospel, plant Lutheran churches, and show mercy. And uh, that's what we're on about, Andy, Sarah, and that's what we love to do. So how, how does that motto, how is that continuing now uh, into this time of pandemic? Uh, what does it actually look like now on the ground in the countries in the Latin America and Caribbean region? Well, that's a great question. Just like in the States, all of our countries find themselves in some sort of quarantine, ranging from countries like Panama, where our missionaries are allowed out one hour a week, men on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, women Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, everybody has to stay home, to uh, semi-sheltering in place uh, with quite a bit of degree of, of freedom. And I would say, Sarah, that more than ever at this time, it's about spreading the gospel. The pandemic, of course, much like in the States, has moved us from where we are intensively planting 40 churches across 10 countries to sheltering in place. And thanks be to God for the internet and great forms of technology where much like uh, our pastors back in the States, our missionaries, having been thrown out of their houses of worship, which are storefronts and all sorts of other places we meet, uh, to their homes. And suddenly we're all becoming techie gurus and figuring out on various forms of social platforms how to go about uh, doing devotions and preaching and uh, all sorts of ways of communicating with our people. And uh, uh, fortunately, the technology is good enough that we can do it. 
What does that mean for the the parish pastor or the deaconess trying to care for individuals in their, their congregation, certainly um, delivering the word? I can see how that happens on uh, with technology um, for the whole congregation. But what does that look like more on a one-on-one basis of providing pastoral care or, or, or even mercy work as well? Well, it, as you're well aware, Andy, that, of course, is the conundrum. Pastors uh, love especially Lutheran pastors, love to be in front of their people and care for them. And, of course, that's how we uh, are and part of our DNA. Uh, Just as our Lord Jesus came in the flesh and walked amongst uh, his people on the dusty roads of Galilee and brought to them his word and put his hands on the sick and the lame and the blind, so our pastors love to be amongst our people. And at this time, uh, sheltering in place or social distancing simply prohibits us from that close contact. Nonetheless, there's all sorts of phone calls happening, texting. One of our favorite apps here in Latin America is WhatsApp. None of us think that it's any kind of replacement whatsoever, and it's no uh, shortage of angst that our pastors have. In fact, we're coming together weekly in different countries and having uh, theological discussions about how we can pastor at times like this, what it means not to have the Lord's Supper. And, you know, one of the recognitions that's come out about this is it's really not a time to be one-on-one. It's rather much more about spreading the gospel, and perhaps not unlike the time when Jerusalem fell and the diaspora occurred and Christians were thrown out of Jerusalem and scattered throughout the Roman Empire in in, in an, another way, uh, we've been thrown out of our churches and suddenly we find ourselves thrown onto the internet. And one of the marvelous things happening is while our pastors are intent and razor focused about serving the household of faith, our Lord's also allowing that good news to get out to thousands, if not tens of thousands of other people and allowing those who see darkness and potentially death all around to hear the good news of our Lord Jesus. With all of these missionaries uh, sheltering in place, having to stay at home, uh, what what does uh, that missionary life actually look like right now? What 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 care is being taken for the missionaries themselves that they stay healthy and 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 safe, and that they're still able to to do this work that they've been given to do? Yeah, that's a great question. We want to thank our leadership, President Harrison and uh, Pastor Dan McMiller, for. Uh, assisting us in making the decision to shelter in place. Uh, For us here in Latin America, Caribbean, we think that's the best possible decision that could have been made. Our human care circle has been meeting daily uh, throughout um, this crisis to help our missionaries understand quarantines in their country, what it means to have borders closed by land, air, and sea, and how to have sufficient provisions. Our nurses have worked hard to provide fact sheets, what to do, if in case one would be infected or uh, what might need to happen were embassies to close. And uh, we've taken uh, steps to become uh, more interconnected. So we have seven Bible studies that are occurring throughout the week in which are simply for missionaries as well as text studies for our pastors so that we might be in the word and spiritually strengthened at this time uh, of epidemic and uh, still be in a place to serve those that we're called upon to serve. So 
sheltering in place, of course, means uh, a lot more time with one's spouse and children if one's married, or a lot of uh, downtime if one's single. But in every case, we're repurposing our missionaries to help us engage in getting out devotions, preaching, uh, working our uh, Office of International Mission page, and basically just looking to have a stronger social presence and spiritually feed our missionaries. Uh, and of course, the, the task of our human care circles, physically care for the well-being of our missionaries. And thanks be to God, everyone at this time is safe, sheltering in place, and by all accounts, doing okay. How have the partner churches that you serve alongside, how have they been able to continue or serve, and, and how are they responding in the crisis? Yeah. It, just this past Tuesday, we had a seminary virtual Zoom with our uh, nine church presidents. As both of you know, Zoom is suddenly super popular, and <laughs> all of us are becoming knowledgeable about this. And uh, we had nine church presidents participate uh this was held by the seminary. Our seminary continues to function here in the Dominican Republic, serving our uh, men throughout 14 countries online, uh, as well as deaconesses for that matter. And um, speaking with the nine presidents was rather heartening. Uh, towards the end of the conversation, we took about 40 minutes to go around uh, to each and every president and ask them how they were doing and what their church was doing. And you know, Andy and Sarah, the the news was consistent, uh, sheltering in place, figuring this out. But thanks be to God, uh, we formed circles of pastors here and there, and we're putting out devotionals, devotionals, uh, sermons, messages, uh, talking to our people via WhatsApp, texting, phone calling, uh, people one-on-one. -on -one. And uh, the news in every single case of those nine church presidents was exactly the same. They're doing what the church does giving hope, making the gospel known, uh, serving the household of faith, and spreading the gospel to those who do not yet know, albeit with limitations, but uh, just like we find our pastors doing back in the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, so throughout Central, South, and Caribbean, we find our pastors and presidents doing exactly the same. Thanks be to God that this work can still continue even through the, the pandemic and the crisis that, that we're all experiencing together, even though we're, we're miles and miles apart, uh, the, this gospel is still being proclaimed through the, the Latin America and Caribbean region. Uh, how can we pray for these missionaries, uh, support them? What words of encouragement do you have for all of the, the missionaries that are serving in this region? Well, we'd just like to say thank you to our donors because many hundreds of our donors have reached out to each of our missionaries and told them that they're praying for them and encouraging them. We'd like to say right back to all the good folks who support us, we are also praying for you and your loved ones and uh, that God would give you peace and refuge at this time. Uh, emails, uh, uh, even snail mail are wonderful ways to reach out to our missionaries and encourage them. Texting, WhatsApp, all sorts of ways to reach out. Zoom, uh, in my case, I've had... Uh, every weekend on both sides of my family, my wife's side and my side, Zoom conversations with the whole family, many family reunions, if you will. And that's just a, a neat and unique way with technology nowadays to reach out and say, hey, how's it going? And mutually have a great conversation. 
We have just under a minute left. Um, anything else that we can, we can, uh, how can we pray for you and, and continue to support the, the Lord's work in the Dominican Republic and other parts of Latin America and the Caribbean? Yeah, uh, maybe just a word of comfort, Andy. And, mm-hmm. and at this time, uh, you know, just like when the Israelites sheltered in place, uh, when the angel of death passed over and there was blood on the doorposts, uh, we would like to remind our hearers and uh, our families and our fellow brothers and sisters in Christ that our Lord has placed his mark on the doorpost of our hearts and by baptism has given us a passageway from death to life. And though there might be death before us and around us, we need not fear because Jesus fights the battle for us and he's our refuge, he's our shelter, and in him we can trust. And that's the confidence we have. And speaking these words one to another is a wonderful way to encourage missionaries. And we'd want to encourage folks back home in this exact same way. Thanks be to God. Thank you so much, Pastor Craig, for being our guest today on The Coffee Hour. Thank you. You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth.